The FT. Apple is revving up to join the auto industry. On Friday, the Financial Times reported that the tech group is recruiting experts from the car business to work at a new top secret research lab. I'm Ravi Matu, the FT's technology editor, and joining me to discuss Apple's move into the fast lane is Tim Bradshaw, our San Francisco correspondent. Tim, thanks for joining us. Can you explain what exactly is going on here? What is Apple doing? Well, according to several sources who wish to remain anonymous for obvious reasons, Apple is making considerable research efforts into the automotive world, which our sources say points to the development of an Apple car at some point in the coming years. Sir Jonathan Ive, Johnny Ive, the top designer, has been meeting with top automotive executives and trying to hire vehicle designers. And these are the kind of automotive engineers who wouldn't just design a dashboard system like Apple already has with uh, CarPlay, but the whole vehicle. And we also know that they have dozens, if not hundreds, of employees scrolled away uh, in a lab somewhere off the Cupertino campus in Silicon Valley. And the initiative seems to be led by Steve Zadesky, who is a uh, 16-year Apple veteran who previously led product design teams on the original iPod and iPhone and is a, is a very well-regarded VP internally at Apple. So, Tim, why would a company like Apple, which is famous for iPhones making computers, go into a sector like cars, which seems a massive departure for a company like it? Well, I think what's interesting is is if you'd have asked whether in 2006 or seven Apple, which was known for making MP3 players and computers, could revolutionise the telephone industry, there would have been similar scepticism. But it did so with the iPhone and um, has been tremendously successful. The iPhone has now been so popular and, and growth has been so huge that there's very few places that Apple can go to get the kind of scale of revenue growth to sustain it over a much longer term. We have the Apple Watch coming out in the next few weeks and months, but it's it's an iPhone accessory. It's not necessarily a replacement to the iPhone platform. And, and maybe a car is just the ultimate iPhone accessory, but it's certainly one that will sell for tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars rather than just a few hundred. The other thing which I think is important to stress is that Apple is unlikely to be making the car entirely in-house itself uh, in much the same way that it uses Foxconn to assemble and manufacture its iPhones and iPads. There are contract manufacturers such as Magna Steer in Austria which can act as effectively Foxconn's for cars. I mean, Magna, which uh, has been linked with the, the Apple project in, in other reports, has been working on vehicles with people like Volkswagen and Mercedes and BMW for many years. And so, although many of the components and the electrics and the design will come from Apple, the actual manufacturing can be done elsewhere now. Now, but Tim, when we talk about them going to this sector, one of the things that Apple's famous for is that when it launches into a new industry or area it really likes to own the process from top to bottom doesn't it it kind of goes whole hog in terms of trying to manage everything rather than necessarily partnering with people you know by contrast to a a google model which is much more open Uh, so this kind of sounds like it is more in tune with that and, and kind of fits in with their modus operandi is that right Exactly, yes. I mean, we've seen, as I mentioned earlier, this CarPlay product, which is a way of putting your iPhone's navigation and music system into the dashboard. And and it's coming out in in sort of the latest models of of cars from people like VW and Audi. It's basically an app that runs on top of the car company's software, which is actually provided by BlackBerry. And so it's a way for Apple to gain some automotive experience, but it does depend entirely on 
those other car companies bringing that product to market and it, it began life more than two years ago so it takes quite a long time and, and doesn't, as, as you say, allow Apple to control the hardware and the software and the services which whenever you hear Tim Cook or Johnny Ive talk on stage is, is what they talk about as the real secret source of Apple and in contrast to, as you say, Google which just makes the software or Samsung which just by and large makes the hardware. So building an electric car, potentially some have speculated a self-driving car, if that's an endeavour that they are serious about, then yes, they need to make everything from the wheels to the dashboard. Finally, Tim, so where do we go from here? What should we expect in the next couple of years to come out of this car project, uh, auto project, if anything? Well, I think it's important to say that this is this is only a pretty recent initiative that's been ramped up in the last few months. And Apple does obviously explore a lot of areas of innovation which never see the light of day. There's been speculation for many years that we would have had an Apple television set by now, but none has, has emerged yet. So it's likely to be two, maybe three, even longer years uh, before we see an Apple car on the road. Uh, and it, and it, may, it may never happen. They may decide that it is just too far beyond the scope of what they're doing. But I think what will be interesting to watch in the meantime is how Apple's relationship with those automotive companies that it's partnering with on CarPlay develops if BMW and, and, and VW increasingly see Apple as a competitor rather than a potential partner. That could hold things up a little bit as, as a way of Apple gaining experience in, in the car market through CarPlay. The story of Apple and cars looks like one that might roll on and on. Tim Bradshaw in San Francisco, thanks very much for joining us. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts.